This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast Sunday Special. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. We love a Sunday special, right, Jordana? Love it. Really get to deep dive. We've got right. a lot of details. These are always pretty good. The the answer lies in the deets sometimes. Yes, as they um, say. And now we're, you know, we're in October. We're getting closer to York official cuffing season. It's coming as the weather gets colder. You start looking for a, a human body to wrap around you, exactly. right? Exactly. Couples Halloween costumes are coming. So. I can't believe we're already here. I know. And it's like a normal Halloween. Like there's no. Remember, yeah. there were people taking candy and throwing it, you know, fifty yards away at little kids, and those slides that went out the door. What are you talking about? You don't remember this. <laughs> Like in like during the pandemic, there was a slide. You don't remember there. There were people. There were these videos. People created slides that would take the candy from their door to the child at the end at the sidewalk. I did not. No, these were like viral videos of like. (laughs) Am I crazy? Does anyone else? Maybe I wasn't on TikTok enough. I'm looking at everyone. Everyone here is kidless. (laughs) <laughs> so are you i know why do i what is going on with my you're feed like, you're like last year when i went trick-or-treating right it was the coolest thing well um, it wasn't like people were like you know maybe some places they were like kind of like sending it down a shoot that's funny that's the culture you don't get when you're in new york city with no kids i feel like you do not right understand. no one even know right, oh yeah. nothing is sadder I, I i think i saw the saddest thing i've ever seen was a little kid Walked into like a K Jewelers in New York City in his costume. He's like Spider Man. Walks out. I see a little kid walk out, little Spider Man, and he's like, "They got no more candy at like a K Jewelers." And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> this is what it's like That's to be depressing. a kid." That's why yeah. there are kids grow up. They're ten, and they're all of a sudden they're twenty five in this city like yeah there's no childhood here that's the issue with raising your kid here they've seen too much too much they went into a k jewelers and some person working there was like we don't have candy get out of (laughs) here and then they're like fuck it i'm going to the clubs seriously (laughs) i'm going to one oak right (laughs) bottle service please yeah that's the next step yeah you know you know it's funny because i feel like the kids in the city um they're like they're so used to like homeless people mm. or like you know that kind of stuff that they're and that's to me is sad that, right. that that's normalized for them. Whereas if you get a suburban kid who comes in, there's like some sense of like this doesn't feel right. They grow up so much faster. I, you you see it too. Like you just see like a ten year old ordering like an iced cappuccino, and you're exactly. like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. and then you know there's like people hate on the suburbs, but I like. I loved being in a suburb. What the fuck? It was great. Yeah, I definitely plan to raise kids in the suburbs. You can't have them at like as like a uh, 12-year-old coke addict <laughs> right here. A little Berenstein bear <laughs> walking around in his fucking, you know. Uh, I used to babysit in the city, too. And the really? kids were just Big like, money. So much fucking money, like, everywhere. Um, and the kids are just rude. They're ruder. They're really? Like, yeah. He was, I remember I was sitting with him. I was their second baby. I was their second nanny because... Um, 
they had they had three kids and so but they needed one kid one I was basically the one who would like shuttle the kids who were doing activities to their activities so that the other one could stay home. You were the shuttle bus. Yes. Yeah. I was like the assistant to the nanny. <laughs> wow. Um and I remember him being like one time he had a housekeeper over and he mm. and he goes she missed that spot over there. I was like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? Um, <laughs> you're well, six. Honesty you're gets a... mistaken for rudeness and these kids know too much. Yeah, you're six. Yeah, how do you know? How do you know who missed what you clean it? Right. How do you know what's dusty? <laughs> Back from chess camp. <laughs> chess camp. <laughs> Little nerd. Um, so, yeah, so we're not going to raise kids here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, Good to know about the Halloween situation, though. We digress. Yeah. yeah. Well, the city kids, you know, there's pluses and minus to everything in life. You know, like the idea. Here's the thing I struggled with the most as a child, like getting to the movies, like convincing your mom to drive you oh, and a yeah. friend was like. Did you have a carpool war- mom? Was she like into that? No, it was always an issue. Struggle. Yeah. It was always. Can someone else take you? Or, yeah. yeah. I don't got the uh, time. Uh, and it's like, oh, just let me walk. I was always the last to be picked up. Totally feel that. Oh, my God. So and so like the, the idea of like your life is different when you can just hop a cab to the movies. Like or take the subway. Subway. Like the kids in Hey Arnold. Fucking Hey Arnold kids. I don't know. Anyway, we've got a good episode for you guys. If yeah. you want to watch us make fun of New York City kids right. um, <laughs> on, the, nerds. on TV, you right. can go to betches.co slash YouTube. Yeah, get subscribed to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. It's fun. You got, you got cool. dates? I got dates. It's I got October 2nd. Um, Yeah. I'm coming to Milwaukee, Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, Richmond, Boston, Miami has just been added. I'm going to be in Miami Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, So if you're going to South Florida for Thanksgiving and staying the weekend, I'm doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So like Thursday's Thanksgiving. And then if once you've had enough of your family, you come hang out with me. Love that. And I'll tell some jokes and stuff. So Miami Thanksgiving weekend. And then the big special taping. It's coming by this time. There'll be a link, I'm sure. Gramercy yes. Theater. We By want October people to 2nd. come, ready to laugh, fun. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great show. I've se- I've seen you live. I'm sure yes. that even since then, it's gotten even better. And it was amazing when I saw it. So well, I'm I, very very excited. I'm hoping you and Sammy and Aileen can come to like some of the pre-show shows. Oh yeah, with your notes. With our notes. Yeah, okay. I want you guys involved in the process. Yeah. That would be fun. Like you know, sitting there with a clipboard. Cut. Cut that. Yeah. That joke stinks. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, want that. Yeah, let us know. I'll be there. Okay, good. Ready to critique. I want some... My Simon Cowell. <laughs> as I've said, I'm the Simon of the group. Right. So that'll I be want fun notes. for me. You're not yeah. going to Hollywood. You're going to Hollywood. We'll see. This I do truly think that would be very helpful because I want this to explode. So you want an honest critique? Of course. I, no, okay. I want a dishonest critique. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? Sh- I mean, there's a sugar-coated critique, and then there's a real critique. Well, I think at this step in the process, it's like here are the jokes I'd lose, and I don't think when someone says at this step, I think they're all fun and funny. But like, I'm trying to get from like an hour twenty to forty-five, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of preparation, right? You know, I have an hour twenty of jokes. Is a lot of jokes. There's a lot of fat in there. You know, some of those could be done better or improved. It's not that the ideas are bad or not funny. It's like, okay, what's the tightest 
right. that people Way that to say this. Right. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of comics are doing this. Look, I watch some of these specials. Uh, you know, there's a lot of garbage out there. There's a lot of stinky garbage out there. Right. So and they're going they're like me. They're narcissists. They go, I'm wonderful. I'm great. I hear the laughs because when you're in a room, you hear the laughs. I mean, you know, being open to feedback is, I think, I think extremely important. That's why I read every single review of the show. Right. right. So <laughs> there's a reason for it. that. Yeah. That's why this podcast is so great. Right. So, this show is all about self awareness. That's right. And anyone that can help you get there. Like, if, if you guys came to the show, because also I want this to go towards our audience, but your audience, I want it to like pop. Oh yeah, the batches are gonna love this. So guys, so, stay tuned. It's not gonna be released on December. No, no, no. This, this is the taped. taping. Yes. So, but we want a hot audience. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get an audience. That's right. I'm, I think we're gonna I, sell out that theater. I have no fear about that. <laughs> no fear whatsoever. I'll be, so, we'll be there front row. That's right. So judgy with clipboards. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I want in my front row. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama, every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the grow hair serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. 
Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. So let's uh, go to the email. Let's do it. Okay. Hi, Jay. And I'll read it. Talk about judgy, this email. Wow. It's quite judgy. <laughs> yes. Hi, Jay and Jay. Love the pod so much. I found it while I was single and now I'm married. I truly believe your advice helped my entire approach to dating and helped me be more vulnerable in my love life. Thank you for all you do. Now on to my issue. I'm a 31-year-old woman who is married to a 36-year-old man and my husband wants me to lose weight. Oy. That, uh, let me, I, I guess this is, might be a little too late. There is a trigger warning to be given here. Um, because there's uh, eating disorders, stuff that's going on in here, you know, hearing, even hearing my husband wants me to lose weight. is triggering to a lot of people. Absolutely. So I want a great fear for a lot of people also, I'm sure. Oh my God. Like, especially once you lose weight, you meet someone. Oh my God. What if they don't want my former me or all this stuff is just mixed in with family stuff and insecurities. And I know it more very than sensitive as much as anyone yes. out there. Right. It's sensitive. The whole thing's sensitive. So to anyone listening, there's going to be some subjects crossed into right now. Yes. All right. Here's the backstory. We are two people who have struggled with weight and body image since childhood and maintaining a healthy lifestyle is something we are constantly working at. Exercising together and cooking healthy meals is something that bonded us early on in dating and is still a huge part of our relationship. However, he has always been a bit cold with me about making healthy choices. For context, I have what I would call a curvy body at 5'4 and 145 pounds. My BMI is right at the tippy top of the healthy range of the BMI chart, so technically I'm not overweight or obese. But I also know I don't look perfect in a bikini, if that gives you a good picture. Well, I mean, honestly, it's too much. Too much information? All of that, I I was like, I can't believe this is not necessary. Right, this is someone who is clearly overanalyzing their their weight. Right. Yes. And, Which and, and again, I understand why someone would do that, especially if you've had a lifelong struggle. With oh, I, I n- totally agree. But I, I would say to her, like the idea of like, you know, I can already see where this is going when she writes, um, or beast, but also don't look perfect in a bikini. No one looks you know, perfect what in a bikini. What is perfect? Yeah. To who? You know, like, I, you know, I, I, this is hokey and stupid, but like, you know, you see it all the time with like those bot. Oh, f- someone's trying to get involved in this recording right um alexa enough or whatever (laughs) siri Uh, so um um, no but it's like what do they say my getting my bikini body ready everybody is a summer bodies are made in the winter or or everybody's a summer body yes everybody's summer And, and it's like that's hokey and cheesy and said by people looking to get more followers a lot of times true but it's also true yes so she says, I used to hate my body and years of dieting in my childhood eventually led to anorexia in my early 20s. Now I am recovered and have a healthy relationship with food and I've accepted my body for what it is. However, my husband hasn't gone through the same healing journey with his own body and he tends to operate in a binge restrict cycle with a lot of weight fluctuations. When we met, it was actually during a time when he was at his ideal weight. Now he has gained some weight, maybe 40 pounds, which doesn't bother me in the slightest, but it kills him. I've actually stayed the same weight for our entire relationship since we met until now. I'm about five pounds down right now, but it is barely noticeable and it is normal for me to fluctuate between three and five pounds throughout the year while staying the same size and wearing the same clothes. 
My issue is that he is constantly pointing out what I'm eating that's too fattening, too many carbs, too much sugar, etc., or telling me how I should be working out, like doing more weights than cardio or going to group classes or only having one rest day a week, etc. I genuinely take his advice about working out because he is more knowledgeable than me in this space, but it is exhausting to keep up with all these little adjustments to what I'm doing, and it's annoying that he's never satisfied with my routine. I've tried telling him about my past body image struggles and how I'm in a better and happier place now and no want, no longer want to achieve that size zero body, but he doesn't seem to understand the deep emotional meaning behind my recovery journey, and he has never said anything affirming about me recovering from anorexia. After years of withholding it, I eventually did show him a picture of myself when I was at my thinnest, and he agreed that I looked too thin. However, that is the only sign he's ever shown me that he's happy I healed. For years, I tried to just accept that these comments he makes about food and exercise are more about his own issues than about my actual body, but a conversation with him just a few weeks ago revealed that he actually does prefer women that are much thinner than me. This crushed me because this whole time I had thought I had found a man that loved my body for what it was. He's from another country, and I've heard that men there prefer prefer much curvier women compared to American beauty standards, so I always figured he was one of them. Turns out that is false, and he actually prefers the type of body runway models have. (laughs) This is great. This is choose. horrifying. Yeah. Can I just interject? This yeah. is horrifying. Yeah. I mean, like also the idea, and I know what she's doing. She's like, she almost leaned on that. What? Like, oh, he's from this country. So I'm good. Right. You might prefer this. Right. So I'm uh, I'm avoiding some sort of certain failure with another country's man. Like it's, yeah. this is all just a, a, a bad mess. I can understand why she would have this train of thought though oh i understand everything yeah. she's saying I, I but it's 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 uh you know it's triggering to me i'm right. like <laughs> to now know that he would prefer me 20 to 30 pounds lighter is a big big pill to swallow i know i can achieve this weight loss and do it in a healthy way this time but it makes me sad that i have to and it makes me wonder what losing this weight will do to our relationship will it affect our sex life how will it affect my self-esteem to have gone through all this just to please him not to mention the lifelong effort it will take to maintain this less than natural body type I don't know what the right thing to do is. Please help. Sincerely, Chubby Batch. This is this is all sad to me. Yeah. This whole email. I mean, and I don't mean that to be mean. I'm just saying. I I read this and I was like, well, it's sad. It's a sad oof. way. It's it's a sad situation to be in. Yeah, and it's a sad way to think about. Like the idea that too. she's like the only way we can stay married. You know, like they're married. Yeah. And she's like, I have to lose the weight. She's saying, I, I have to. I don't know how to. this didn't come up before. But it makes me sad that I have to. It makes me wonder what losing this weight will do to our relationship. You're never going why, why to be. Why would she have to? Right. Yeah, right. This is it. This is who yeah. you're with. Yeah. Like, to me, there's. I'm reading between the lines, but there's a couple things going on. And she even says it. She's like, it's his problem with his own body. Right. When she says, for years, I've tried to accept that these comments he makes about food and exercise are more about his own issues than my actual body. Which I agree with. Right, That's I totally agree. That's very much true because someone, if someone's that fixated on what you're doing, it's clearly a projection of whatever their own insecurities are about what they're doing or not doing in Abs- this case. And he needs professional help. Yeah. Like he absolutely does. And I will say this. Um, there's something else in her email that I noticed. The binge restrict thing that he's doing. And because he mm-hmm. fluctuates in weight. Probably punishes I, himself or well, hates himself for that. Totally. But here's the other thing. And- I'm speaking from my own experience. I I think I handled this better, but I will say binge restrict works better as a single guy than it does as a relationship guy. (laughs) Isn't that like an eating disorder thing though? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, but I'm saying I am as as far as like the way I live my life. I'm sure because there's someone else around you that wants to eat at times that you don't want to eat. Right. So like if I go, 
I just did a weekend on the road. When I come back on a Monday, it's back to like straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. And then you go on the road and you go, you, you drink and you eat late at night. And then you come back, you go, I got to go back to straight and narrow. You can do that as a single person. Like, and again, that's a version of binge restrict. Like I know that. And we've said on past episodes, no person out there is going to fix you. Yeah. You have to figure out these things. And what this guy is doing is he's now resenting her because he believes, and I, I do think he's doing this. This is my personal feeling, is that he's getting, he's lashing out at her because he believes she is the reason he can't restrict in the way he wants during the restrict days. Okay. So like he's going, because again, with relationships comes events and dates and dinners and doing things on a night that maybe you would have been easier for you to do your restrict night. Like, so you think he's taking it, that out on her? I do. I, I do believe. And to me, this is a right. problem for a therapist. Like yeah. what I'm explaining right now is above my pay grade. Like, and then I, because I've been that guy, I don't think I've lashed out, but I've been that guy that's like, you know, like in a relationship and you go, you, you start freaking out like Tuesday, we got to go to fucking dinner. I, I just ate all the weekend and right. I want Tuesday to be my night that I don't eat anything. I'd rather eat like egg whites out of a bowl. Yeah. And then, and then, and, also, and then that person, the person who was, well, are we going to get chicken and vegetables and are we going to have a glass of wine with dinner? And it's like, no, I don't want to do any of those things because I'm fucked up. Yeah. And it's, I mean, she says she's stayed about the same weight and he's gained 40 pounds. Right. And that that plays into it. So, so that, he's miserable I think with that's himself. The, almost the, the yeah, that's almost the biggest reason that he's probably acting like this. He's of clearly course. miserable with the way that he if he's been so focused on nutrition and health that she said throughout their whole relationship. That's clearly something that's bothering him. Absolutely. And so now he's taking it on her. He's it's bothering him, and he's blaming her. Yeah. Wrongly. Yeah. But I when I read this, I was like, oh, I I've been in that game. Yeah. Where the, you're like, oh, as a single guy, like. Oh, I can come home and I can I can eat like a, a fucking loser under the under the light of my computer, you know, having a, one small right. meal. You can't do that in a relationship. And I think the things that he want that he is saying to her are things that he's really saying to himself. Absolutely. Like, There's don't no eat that. That's fattening. Too many carbs, whatever. Telling her how she should be working out. Like, clearly. And again, does it? The, it's so fun, it's so sad to me that she's putting this whole thing on her body and needing to change her body because I also promise that wouldn't change your issue. That wouldn't solve your problem. No, it, it and and it's not gonna solve. Maybe it move. It's like moving the deck chairs around the you know the uh, right. the, the, the the cruise ship, whatever. You're just rearranging where the problems lie. Like if he she loses the weight now, she goes. She's uncomfortable. She feels like she's never lost enough weight for yeah. him. Is he? And now she's comparing herself to runway model. Like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, that's crazy. Also, like, if you only thing that matters is that you like the way you look. If like, right. and I get what there's a lot that comes into that, but there's, I mean, there's sometimes where it's like someone, you know, you're the person you're with doesn't like your haircut or doesn't like your outfit or like, mm. but the most like I think you're your best, most confident self when you like it. Right. So like. And I mean, even the way she talks about her body when she's like, I mean, to go back to that, like giving us her BMI, like <laughs> as you. if she would write as if she wrote in and was like, my husband thinks I should lose weight. And I and, and either of us would sit here and go, well, what's your BMI? You know, right. like, that's crazy. And here's the thing. I would understand if she was like telling him, I want to lose weight. I'm looking to this. I'm like and and she, 
she's and this was like her idea and she wanted some support and maybe mm-hmm. like the support that he thought he was giving her support but not in that way it sounds like she's pretty happy with her body generally or at least to the extent that she thinks that he likes it right she well this is a big surprise right she's dealing with this now she lived in a world of like hey i got this body this right. and had come to only, terms with it but she only liked the body because she thought he liked it that's the other mm. issue i think she could use some therapy too like sure. the, idea, the the goal is to love your is for to love your body because you love it right not because like if, because then that's also a lifelong struggle in a different way where now your body only looks as good as he thinks it does right You're putting your whole self-esteem on the way someone else is looking at you You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen, I see eye to eye with all of this, and I like, get yeah, I get it too. I think we all have our thing right. where we're like, I like, I hope that the person I'm with, like, this is the thing that I pride myself on, or this is something that I want to be loved for. And do, I'm not sure do, does the other person think that way? Does the other person right? And then you hear it, and you yeah. go, I can't unhear this, right? Like, I can't unhear, and if I gain weight from today, it's worse than it was before mm-hmm. if i lose wave from today i don't know what they think right they're clearly not okay with that are they going to be attracted to me yeah it's this is this is this definitely is, a couples therapy um problem right and and i would also wonder you know again his problem is the binge restrict i i think he's and because i've 
been down that road and that's kind of how I live my life just generally. Right. His problem is with himself, 100%. Yes, absolutely. And, and that stinks. I mean, I remember, I'll tell a per I, I think I've told this story before, but I like went, you know, I went to the beach with my family and like my dad was like, how much do you weigh? Yes, I remember that. At the beach. Yeah. And I was like, why? And he was like, no reason. And it's like, what you know as a sensitive person, but also someone who cares about their body, you go, that there is a reason you ask that. You yeah. know, there is a reason you're saying the carbs I eat aren't right. There is a reason. There is something behind it. And you want the whole story. And There's you go, judgment, yeah. you want to know what was that thought that preceded the thing that I'm probably getting too sensitive about, right. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, it's like, well, I can't really figure out your fucked upness to deal with my own fucked up. You know, like it's, it's too much to unpack. So much. Yeah. And she's in a a bad space. But like, what do you think about being married? Like, I, I it feels like they didn't talk about enough before Definitely. marriage. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's not too late. No, never it's not too, too late. late. It's never too to late. To work on that kind of stuff, I think, at any point. Just because like you're, and I think some people think that. It's like, oh, just because that we're, we're already here, we've decided this is, we're just, this is the person that we are with and we're not allowed to change the way that they interact with me at all. Right. I don't think and that's true. And here's the harder thing to say. And thank God we're doing it through a podcast where we don't have to see her face, but yeah. he's either upset with himself or the marriage. You think he's upset with the marriage? I think there's a version of it where he's pushing her away. Right. Um, and this is, and he knows. Right. I mean, this is, this is, a, a, this is a sadistic way to do it, but this is, he knows that if I nudge enough, she'll become annoyed with me and this can be the reason that we end this like again there's a foreign country guy married there's yeah. this is the tip of the iceberg yeah i mean it definitely involves a lot more delving into which again we can't really do on this show but i would hire a professional when it comes to that because also the way that you're I, but but the, what's so painful to me about this email is that the way that this person is speaking to her is actually affecting the way that she thinks about herself right and that part is really sad because you want the person that you're married to to be the person that makes you feel beautiful and the, the best, like the best version of yourself, not like you constantly need to change to, to get their approval. Yeah, no, this is, I, again, horrible. I, and if you won't go to therapy, you have to like say, well, how hard are you trying right. to make us happy? How much happy? do you care how about my happiness in this relationship and how... Right. And in the way we interact with each other. And I, I, I like that you said like couples therapy. That's a, you know, that's a good idea. Cause that's like a good, I'm sure Naomi yeah. would, would encourage that just because. Well, it's about the way they, it's not, it's about him, but it's also about the way that they're interacting. He could probably benefit from both. Right. Um, right. But I think the easier one is, Hey, we can yeah. do this yeah. because we both need to figure this out as opposed to like, you need fucking therapy. You know, like, right. I don't think he's going to respond yeah. well. To I think that. that's a better way to go about it because it's also like, I feel like the way that we communicate isn't, isn't making me feel good. And right. I want to improve the way that we communicate with each other is definitely an easier way to get someone into therapy, even if what you want. And it's funny because Naomi will say this all the time where it's like, usually when someone comes to couple therapy, couples therapy, it's like them bringing their partner so that she can, so that, so that in the, because they think she's going to tell them that they're wrong. Right. They, they have a teammate. Right. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's not really ever how it goes. It's very much like an, a deeper exploration of like the ways that they speak to each other and why. Mm. And there's usually no one right or wrong person. 
Although he sounds pretty wrong from her email, but <laughs> but we're only getting yeah one side of the story. But I don't doubt. I mean, this is this sounds pretty awful. Yeah, pretty awful. Yeah. But we hope that this helped. We hope anyone out there that's in a similar situation is getting the help they need. Yeah, this is definitely the work. This is definitely a job for a professional. Right, and you know we're just your 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 friends J and J nudging you towards the right direction. Exactly. And I mean, again, she says like she's asking her all her questions for us um, are about what losing weight will do to her relationship. But like that's so it's just so besides the point. Right. Like that's so not the not the way to think about this problem. And I hope at the very least we could have taken her out of the issue is you is is you needing to lose weight. Absolutely. Well. This was, you know, I hope this is it. I like this one. I like this question. It was a great question. Thank you for writing in. Tough thing to say out loud, too. Like, I, I think, like, this is what this podcast is for. To, like, take the the questions you have inside and you go, I don't know if I could really talk about that. And having other people air them out so that you can hear them. I agree. Yeah. So, well, thank you for listen, writing. thank you for writing in. We will be back on Wednesday with the second half of our lightning round. We'll see you then. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.